Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much uh, for joining me today. I hope that you're doing really well and having a great day with the Lord. It's a real privilege uh, to be able to be on the air. The heart and purpose of Calvary Live is for you to be able to ask questions about things that are on your heart and mind in regards to God's Word or things that are going on in your life. And, and I know for me as a pastor, I always love uh, to be able to talk about real questions, you know, questions that are genuine, questions that we're wrestling through and and thinking through, you know, the heart and purpose of, of our show isn't to argue or to have intellectual uh, debate, but to really get to the heart of the matter. So if you do have a question about the Word or stuff going on in your life or you need prayer, I would love to be able to, to talk to you. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can text at 720 uh, Nine, seven. We also want to welcome our uh, listeners in Truth uh, FM in Tennessee, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Welcome, guys, to Calvary Live, and then Hope FM in Maryland, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. If you are in these uh, states, uh, give us a call, and we will take your call, and then it'll be aired uh, on a one-week delay. So give me a call, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. All of our lines are open. Also, uh, if you could send me a text, uh, 720-336-0897. I want to begin uh, today's show uh, with reading out of uh, Psalms chapter 5. I've been meditating on Psalms 5. It's, it's a great psalm. It begins by, Give ear to my words, O Lord. Uh, consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry. My King and my God, for to you uh, I will pray. And so they say, I'm going to start my day with praying to the Lord and crying out uh, to to the Lord. And then he begins to share what's troubling him, his enemies. And we know that David had a lot of enemies coming against him. And you may feel like you've got a lot of enemies coming against you today. And then he gets his focus off of his difficulty onto the Lord, which happens so much in the Psalms. And, and verse 11 says, But let all those who rejoice put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. And so this is the exhortation uh, to rejoice in the Lord, to trust the Lord, to shout for joy because he's defending us. And I love this. Those who love your name uh, be joyful uh, in, in the Lord. So if you love the Lord's name, his character and uh, nature, then rejoice in him and and shout for joy uh, in him. Uh, again, you are listening to Calvary Live. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at uh, Rocky Mountain Calvary. And you can give me a call at 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. 
Let's go to line one to Carl and Golden. Carl, welcome to the program. Uh, hey, Carl, you're kind of breaking up there on me a little bit. Okay. Um, hello now. Yeah, I can hear you a little bit better. Let's let's go ahead and see if we can make a connection. All right, let me move around. Okay, how's that? Yeah, that's a lot better. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So, my church is looking for a new head pastor. Um, so we and we have a outside organization helping us find them uh, a pastor. And we okay. did a survey online and asked some really good questions. And I talked to one of my pastors at the church. Uh, Come with him weekly and talked to him about different things. Um, and we're we were talking about teaching the Bible and. He's talking like I. T- I told him how I really, you know, loved verse by verse Bible teaching, doing a book at a time, or do, dive into a book. Um, and he he talks about like our our church does uh, topical preaching all the time, and mm-hmm. uh, he talked about like how it's good, but you can't find verse by verse teaching. It's not it's not biblically supported. It's, you don't see in the Bible, and also you, you can miss the message of the gospel. But yet, whenever I listen to Calvary Radio or listening to Someone's uh, Bible teaching from Calvary, uh, Calvary Church. They always tie in with every sermon with a verse by verse Bible teaching. So, in terms of teaching the Bible, uh, can you give me your reasons why you prefer verse by verse teaching, or what you prefer when you teach the Bible or preach? Yeah, um, you know, Paul, uh, when he was talking uh, to the Ephesus elders in. Uh, Acts chapter 20, he said, I didn't neglect uh, to give you the whole counsel of God. Um, and so we see that in Paul's ministry that he wanted to to make sure to share all of God's word uh, with people. Um, we also see Paul writing to Timothy and he says that that all scripture uh, is inspired by God and is, is profitable uh, uh, to us. And so it, it makes sense to me uh, to study all of God's word and to study books of the Bible uh, in their context. Uh, and so, you know, if, if I were to write a letter to someone or, or write a book, it makes sense to, to begin on page one. So in, like the book of Ephesians, it makes sense to uh, begin in chapter one, verse one, and to to go through uh, the, the entire book. And I think that the gospel is, is throughout the scriptures. And so, um, you know, you can always uh, point back to the gospels as you're teaching through books of the Bible. And um, you know, at the end of um, each message, I, I make a point to share share the gospel. Uh, and so I think um, having the gospel in your messages is a choice that can be included in a topical message or an expositional message. Um, uh, it's a choice not uh, made by the pastor whether to include the gospel or not. Um, so, uh, you know, my main, main reason is... Uh, I believe God's given it all to us, and I, I want to try to share the Word of God in entirety uh, with God's people. Yeah. Okay. You know, having said that, I know that there, you know, churches do choose a topical method, and if the messages are coming from the Word of God, that's the important part. You know, God honors His Word, um, and so if they're sharing and preaching and teaching uh, the, the the Word of God, uh, you know, there's there's a benefit and a value to a topical message as well. I wholeheartedly believe in the expositional uh, 
approach, uh, but I know healthy churches as well that that teach God's word and stand wholeheartedly on God's word and their in their teaching um, uh, more topical messages. Okay, so what do you think of uh, um, pastors and preachers who? The one thing I've noticed, and I I used to watch a multitude of different uh, pastors and teachers, and uh, ones that would do topical preaching, but they're, the way that they would do the preaching is set up is, is always kind of almost like like a life coach. So they're, they're teaching on some sort of, like getting healthier in some sort of way, like working on habits or establishing habits, and then they go to the Bible to like point that out. What do you think of that type of preaching? Where it's almost like they're being like a life coach, and they're trying to be like a Christian life coach, and they go into the Bible to pull out verses for their points. Yeah, whether a message is verse by verse or topical, what is to me a non-negotiable for pastors is let the Bible speak. You know, let the let the text speak. So if if I'm teaching one verse, te- teach that verse and what is what does the verse mean um, uh, and interpret it correctly. Don't just you know grab a verse and then talk about whatever you want to talk about or um you know just just use a verse to try to support uh something that you want to preach on but let the word of god dictate the message does that make sense so yeah. so say for instance i were doing a topical message on forgiveness you know even though it's topical i want to be declaring what god says about forgiveness not what i think or what society thinks or what's you know uh the self help the self help view of forgiveness i that that's not the job of a pastor the job of a pastor is you know this is what god's word has to say about forgiveness so i think that's the most important thing for pastors in a healthy church is is are they preaching the word and letting the word dictate the message or are we letting our opinions dictate the message? And that error can be made in any style of teaching. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well God, God bless you, Carl. I'll be praying for your church. Yeah. All right. Well, but, well, thanks, Eric. Yep, you bet. Take Goodbye. care. Bye-bye. Uh, let's uh, go to some text questions that have come in today uh one of the text questions is what is the role of a prophet uh, today uh, and we do see uh, in ephesians chapter 4 uh, god uh, granting uh, the office of the prophet um, uh, where he says pastors uh, teachers uh, evangelists and, and apostles um, and I just want to grab that section of scripture and and read it, um, and then we'll talk about uh, the role of a, of a prophet. So this is in Ephesians chapter four. Um, hang on just a second. Verse 10 says, He who descended is the one who ascended far above the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some to be apostles, uh, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. So I think the role of a prophet uh, today is to speak forth the word of God. Part of the the role of a prophet was to to speak forth uh, the word of God uh, in power. But the the role of a prophet doesn't trump the word of God or doesn't have the ability to to speak for God. 
Um, we see in the news this week uh, the Mormon Church electing a new prophet. And one of the things that the Mormon Church uh, teaches is that the prophet can speak for God, that uh, if he declares this is a word from the Lord, uh, that's held on the same value as as the written word of God. And that that's not the case. Uh, we see that God has revealed his counsel through uh, the word of God, and prophets today speak forth the word of God, uh, but they don't trump uh, uh, God's God's word. Um, so hopefully that helps. Thanks for sending in that uh, text question. Another text question that has come in says, I was raised in a church that taught out of the King James Bible. Now I teach, now I attend one that teaches out of the New King James. Is the New King James a perversion of the word or am I okay to switch to the New King James uh, Bible? This is a great uh, question. And yes, the New King James is a very uh, reliable translation and it's not a perversion of the word and you're uh, completely free to be able to switch from King James to uh, a New King James. Uh, in no way is it inherent or, or in no way is it um, uh, something that you can't trust or, or be willing to uh, receive. So yeah, absolutely. Another text question has come in. Uh, hi, Pastor. A quick question. Will we be able to have babies during the tribulation period? Uh, God bless. I, I do think so. There's no indication in Revelation uh, that uh, people would stop being able to, to have children. Obviously, it'll be a very difficult time. Um, but but yes, uh, there still will be the ability to, to have children. So it's a, a great question. You know, I, I believe in the power of prayer, and I, and I hear your heart that you're, you're discouraged, but I, I want to pray for you, and God tells us when our heart is overwhelmed to, to lead us to the rock that's higher than I. So so let me pray with you. Okay. Father, I thank you for, for Rick, and Lord, I just lift him up to you. My, my heart goes out to him, and we do know that you hear our prayers. You're our Abba Father, and I, I pray as his heart is overwhelmed that you would lead him to the rock that, that is higher than him and you would show him a way where there is no way. Jesus, you told us you're the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, no one comes to the Father uh, except through him. And Lord, I pray that you would restore his faith um, and, and, and rebuild his, his trust in you and reveal yourself uh, uh, to him again. And so, Lord, just thank you for his call. Pray you provide for their needs, that you would bring healing to his wife and encourage him. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for calling, Rick. God bless you, okay? Yep, I think I'll just continue on the path. Thank you. Okay, you bet. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number here is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line two to Robert and Thornton. Robert, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor Eric. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. Always a pleasure listening to you, sir. I love the way that the Lord anointed you and teaching the Word of God, and I really appreciate that. Oh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, but uh, I do have a couple of questions, and I do need prayer. Uh, my, my wife is going through, like, uh, you know, woman's things that change your life or whatever, you know, emotional things, uh, mm -hmm. her 50s. And it actually started, uh, I don't know, four or five years ago, and it's just been getting more intense and more intense, and it's a wall. Everything I try to say or try to, you know, make it right or try to make her feel better, 
or anything I do, she just has a, a wall and automatic attack towards me. And it's, I'm finding it very hard to put up with it anymore. I, I like, can't do it anymore, you know what I mean? And I'm just thinking that the Lord would, you know, strengthen me and uh, uh-huh. take my focus off of her and trying to make her happy because I can't, you know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, she's going through what she's going through. I understand I'm not dealing with flesh and blood, you know, with principalities, uh, yeah. whatever, and I know it's not an easy task. And mm-hmm. uh, I know a lot of people go through this, but I just, I'm kind of at the end of my rope, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I just, I can't, you know what I mean? I just, every time I try to say something, it just, I get negative feedback. It's never positive. It's always negative. And I get mm-hmm. very discouraged because I try my best. I want her to see Christ in me and not me to react in the flesh. And I do. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I mean, I do. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I'm not, and I'm an angel, sir. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but I, I'm just, I, I can't do it anymore, man. I really just can't do it. And uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, give me some feedback, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hear you. You know, um, what I really hear uh, in in your voice is that you need God's help and you need the power of the Spirit. And, you know, God's Word tells us that it's not by power or by might, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. And in Ephesians 5, where God calls us as husbands to love our wives as Christ loved the church, the paragraph right before that says, be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, and the only way you can can love your wife as Christ loves the church is is to be filled with the Spirit. And I'd encourage you, you know, fo- focus on the Lord and your relationship with Him and ask Him to allow His love uh, to, to flow uh, through you. You know, also re- reflect on the good times you've had with your wife. You know, this what she's going through doesn't refre- reflect your whole entire uh, marriage. And, you know, sometimes in the difficult times we can forget the good times, you know, and, 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 and you know, re- remember those, uh, those, those good times that you have and press through this will just be a season it may be a long season but it'll be a, be be a season and th- there'll be better days on the other side you know that you that you want to be around for you know so, right right and that's what i do think yeah. about because i know the woman i married she's the love of my wife and the woman i dreamed of having and she is yeah and that's what me going is those memories and yeah. i want her back <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, and that's what uh, I'm hoping for and praying for. And I know mm-hmm. that our hope in God is not uh, like in the world where, you know, it's hopeless. But right. only God can hope, and I understand that. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, mentally drained uh, physically, yeah. emotionally, and, uh, you know what I mean? And I know that the Lord loves us. He loves her, me, and like I said, I'm not an angel. You know, I react in the flesh, and I, I always ask the Lord that you would see Christ in me and not the flesh part to react. Yeah. And uh, it's hard. It's hard, Pastor Eric. Yeah. Well, let me just encourage you with this, and then I'm going to pray for you, is you can't control her response, but you can control yours, you know? And so just just focus on who, who God would want you to be, and uh, I want to pray that God would really give you a fresh filling of His Spirit. So, so let's pray, Robert, okay? Okay. 
God, I thank you for Robert. I thank you for his honesty. And uh, Lord, as he has come to the end of himself, the, the end of his resources, his wisdom, his strength, uh, it's a hard place to be, but it's a good place to be because it's where you meet us. And it's not by power, by might, but by your spirit. So would you give him a, a fresh filling of your spirit? Would would you empty uh, Robert of himself, Lord, where there is uh, things in his life that's keeping the Holy Spirit from from coming and empowering him, would those things be removed? And I pray that he could dwell with his wife in an understanding way, and that you would give him give him strength, see them through this season, Lord, give him give him hope of of what the days will be like ahead. And uh, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name, Amen. Oh yeah, Amen, Amen. Pastor so, Eric. God bless you, and thank you, and uh, I guess I just needed to hear some feedback, and I feel yeah, a little better. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> okay, well, God bless you, Robert. Thanks for calling. Yes. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much uh, for joining me this afternoon. The number is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three to Michelle in Longmont. Michelle, welcome to the program. Michelle, are you there on line three? All right, let's try uh, line one uh, with Brittany in Colorado Springs. Brittany, welcome to the program. Hi. <laughs> Hi Eric. How you doing? I'm good. I'm really excited to, to share this. Um, awesome. I listened to your sermon like uh, like 3.30, I think it was, today. Okay. And it was about oh. um, being honest with God. And I have mm. a hard time with being honest with Him. But uh, yeah. I, I'm being honest with him, and it's really helping me. Like awesome. the peace, it's really cool, and so I just want to encourage other people to be honest with God, and mm. not, we don't have to fear nothing, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It really helped me. That's thanks for for sharing. You know, it's for some reason it can be hard to uh, open up our hearts to God and, and be honest with Him. You know, and especially if we're hurt or disappointed. And so much uh, healing and going deeper with the Lord is when we're able to to bear our hearts to Him respectfully, but but openly and saying, "Lord, I I am disappointed. This didn't work out the way that I, I would was hoping that it would." And then, oftentimes, that's when when God really comes in and, and meets us. So. Yeah, you're right. That's so true. And there's one thing, other thing. I think you saw it on your computer, but um, I've been babysitting these this three three kids. They're so awesome. But um, God has been using me to share the gospel, show Jesus, and I've been putting Bible stories on and putting like give, mm. giving them some Bible activities. And she, I, I did do this. Um, I did do this like with Fig. I don't know his name, Eric Fig, or on Tuesday. Okay. But I had to hang up because the kids were loud, so I, I didn't want uh, you know I, I was on the phone. But um, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to say that she confessed that Jesus was the Son of God. So I wanted wow. to say that on the phone. <laughs> Well, exciting. praise God. That's awesome. That is. That is exciting. Well, thanks for calling, Brittany. It's awesome to hear what God's doing in your life. So God bless you. Can you pray for me? Yeah, you bet. Is there anything specific or just kind of in regards uh, well, to what you I, shared? I'm dealing with spiritual warfare because of me sharing Jesus hmm. to the kids. Oh, the enemy does not like me right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's pray for you. 
Father, thanks for Brittany. Thanks for just working in her heart today to give her the freedom to to be honest with you and the fruit that that's bringing. Thanks for these three kids that she's able to be in their life and be able to share Christ with. And Lord, as she's uh, going through a spiritual attack, I just pray that you would guard her, that you would protect her. We thank you for your promise that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And so would you continue to bless her with deeper revelation of Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Well, God, you Bye-bye. too. God bless you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to uh, line two, uh, to Michael in Denver. Michael, welcome to the program. Pastor Eric, God bless you, sir. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm doing a whole lot better than I have been in the past. All right. Um, I, I need prayer, but I want to give you a little, a little praise report real quick if I if I can. Okay, sure. Well, um, still almost delivered on my car, <coughs> but friends of mine gave me a dog, a nine-year-old uh, Pikachu. <laughs> Okay. That's a, a, a Pekingese Chihuahua mix. Okay. So now I have a companion to keep me company. All right. It, that's a uh, um, that's a blessing. That that's is. going to change my life. That's going to change my life to some extent. Yeah. Uh, and despite the circumstances I'm living in, I've got a kidney infection going on right now, which is stopping me from okay. doing a little bit of side work, make extra money. And and stuff. I'm still blessed of God, and I just thank and praise Him for what He's doing. All right. But I I need prayer uh, for. Uh, I want to get. I desire to get more in the game as as far as ministering to others, and and I admit that I've I've been. I haven't been doing that as much as I could be, but okay. I I want prayer that God would make me more sensitive to the needs of others. Okay. And more and, and yeah. more loving towards them. Yeah. In my in my and not not so much in dealing with people around me in my in my community, in the in my flesh sometimes, which happens. I want to okay. be able to, to minister to them. And I was reading in the in the in the, in, in the Daily Bread about the little things that we do as Christians and how they can affect mm-hmm. uh, other people in a positive way or a negative way. So I want to yeah. get more in the game and be more sensitive. Okay. Yeah. Well, let, me, let me pray for you, Michael. So, Father, thanks for Michael. Thanks for providing this dog for him and the companionship. And, Lord, we lift up this kidney infection that he has, that you would heal him, Lord, and you would provide for him. And, and, and uh, Lord, just provide a, a place for him to live um, as his desire is to uh, be in your will, Lord, about your business. Uh, in the game, Lord, that you would make him more sensitive to the needs of those around him. And we pray that for, for all of our lives. And so, God, would you, he just feel your presence today. And uh, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pastor, let me say a quick prayer for you, if I could. Okay. Father, I, th- I thank you for Pastor Eric. I ask God that you bless him, his family, and his church. I thank you for his love for for the flock of Jesus Christ. I thank you for his for his willingness to do what he's doing, Father God. 
administering to the needs of others, giving the word your word out and godly advice out to others. Thank you, Father, for him. Bless him and his family and all that he does, Father God, that he would be blessed beyond his imagination. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate it. God bless you, okay? God bless you. Mm, bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. If you've got a question about the Word or things that are going on in your life, the number here is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send me a text, 720-336-0897, 720-336-0897. We're just about ready to head to a break, so stay with me. It's great to have you with me on this Friday afternoon and hope that you are enjoying the Lord and enjoying the program. So we will be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you're having a great day, feeling the Lord's love and presence. Uh, We're going to go back to our phone lines. Thank you guys for calling in and being part of today's show. Let's go to line three to Mike in Denver. Mike, welcome to the program. Thank you, Pastor. Um, I was calling today because I gently just wanted to maybe comment or, you know, I guess I'm feeding a little bit off the caller that called a couple of calls ago who's really down and out and who has, you know, been with the Lord and, and now he's just feeling that the Lord isn't there for him and, you know, things of that nature, you know, and I, yeah, I guess my comment is, is that, you know, just, yes, we get saved and, but it, it doesn't change the earth and our current status with human beings on the earth today. I mean, it's a fallen mm-hmm. world that is just yeah. being overwhelmed with sin. And that's just something that we have to live with and suffer through for forever until the Lord returns and you know i think the joy that we have is because of the promise of what is to come after this life you know and so Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm really discouraged about how he's hurting and suffering but at the same time you know all the apostles you know they were murdered and they suffered greatly jesus christ Mm -hmm. suffered greatly i mean that's just Mm -hmm. unfortunately part of a sinful, fallen world that we live in, and I think so many Christians are thinking that it's just going to be bliss from here on out, and, you know, and again, I'm not saying that that's what he's saying, because I really don't want to insult Mm -hmm. him whatsoever, but I just think that so many Mm -hmm. people um, think that there's going to be this special catering to their needs, you know, and it's, it's a worldly thing, it's a human race thing and yes it is an individual personal relationship but it's not going to change the outcome of what our destiny has been or is going to be and from the past on which we came from and you know and this has all been said and talked about and explained so anyways i guess i was a little taken back by how he was you know with the lord and saved for 15 or 20 years or whatever but yet that he 
is in this place. And so I'm just really sad for him, and I just want to maybe have a prayer. Um, that's all the comments I had, but I guess maybe I just wanted to say a prayer for him and so many out there who are struggling with, you know, maybe a little bit of the understanding on this whole thing. That's it. Sure. Well, let's let's do that. Um, Father, uh, we just uh, lift up Rick to you, and Lord, uh, we could tell his heart's really broken, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are going through suffering, and Lord, sometimes, if we're honest, it is really difficult to sort through suffering. And, and even though we see it so clearly in the, in your word, and, and um, Lord, that we know that in this world there's going to be trials and tribulations. And so, God, would you help us in our lives to be able to see past this life and see to eternal life? And, and for those that are discouraged, that they would be encouraged by you. And so we, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, so much for what you're doing. You're welcome. Thanks for your call. God bless you. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to uh, line one with David in Littleton. David, welcome to the program. Hello. Uh, yeah, I was moved to call, too, about Rick's story. Uh, it really it bothers me to see any kind of pain in the world. I mean, and I could really feel his angst, and here's a guy who's devoted himself, and he's and, you know, and he feels like the Lord should have stepped in by now. And and that right. can be very disheartening. And, and and it's 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 kind of hard for people who, like, I mean, I pursue the Lord. I try to do everything I can. Um, and I feel blessed myself. And I mm-hmm. I just know there's the power in prayer, you know. Yeah, I and agree. And I can feel yep. the Spirit move me. And, I, and, and I'm so happy that Mike called and others. I know... Others are out there right now, and they're going to include Rick in their prayer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yep. um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I still don't understand sometimes why some people can, even though you know, be very strong and be almost lucky, some somewhat. Whereas there's right. someone who's got to go through it and go through it. Like the last caller said, Jesus suffered greatly, but at some point, mm-hmm. you no, know, you're just like. If if there's no intervention, yeah, what do you do? But mm-hmm. but then, I, you know, I just feel that I could tell that this is there's a lot of people out there that are feeling his story, and there's going to be a lot of people praying for him. And mm-hmm. yeah, and I just and I I learned a while back that it's great. You know, I've seen people at the store that you know I just you walk by him and you're like that person is suffering. I'm going to pray for him, yeah. and then I, I realize. If I want my prayers to be honored, I've really got to, I've got to watch what I'm doing. Like I heard Raul today, you can't be out at the bar drinking. If somebody sees you and they know you go to church and there you are pounding back a 12 or something, you could mm-hmm. cause them to sin and, and that's going to be, you could cause them to be, have a setback even with your actions. Right. Or maybe yeah. not question, question the, you know, maybe question the Lord and how, if it's, you know, real or not. And so yeah. we really... I just, I just feel that. I don't know, man. I could just feel how hurt he is and yeah. and, and hard. But just everyone's going to pray for you, Rick. I mean, yeah. And I think that's the beauty of the show is it's the body of Christ linked together over many states and online, and and to be able when someone calls in and is really hurting to to pray for them and to to really be faithful to 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 pray for them and lift them up in in prayer. And there's power in prayer and. I think of John the Baptist, you know, he is in prison 
and to the point where he's wondering if Jesus is the Messiah, that he's the, the anointed one that John was to be looking for. And he sends the message to Jesus saying, saying, are you the one? Uh, and Jesus responds and he says, blessed are those who do not stumble because of me or, or blessed are those that aren't offended because of my ways. And I think a couple of takeaways for that is, man, if, if John the Baptist can struggle to that degree, uh, all of us are capable of struggling. And there's some comfort in knowing, here's John the Baptist, this man that loved the Lord so much, but he was wrestling with suffering in his own life. And then to really look at the response of Christ as well, where Jesus is saying, hey, you're blessed if you don't stumble because of my ways in your life. And if we're honest, sometimes we don't understand God's ways in our life, whether it's him giving us blessing or, or allowing suffering. And we're going to be blessed if we can come to that place of saying, okay, you're, you're God, I'm not, I trust you, even though I didn't anticipate to be in this prison or difficulty. So I think it's a very relative, uh, it's very um, relatable to a lot of our lives in, in, in wrestling through suffering and pain. So, Yeah. Well, you know, I just feel like I should say to Rick, keep the faith. Just yeah. keep the faith. Yeah. Don't not do not go in the other direction. Yeah, I that's mean, right. So, anyways, love well, your thank- show, and I can just tell the spirit is here, and I'm grateful for that. Well, thanks, David. God bless you. Thank you. Have a nice weekend. You too. Bye bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line two to Danny and Aurora. Danny, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you, Pastor Eric. You bet. Hey, uh, I just uh, wanted to uh, call and give a praise report. Um you know, I know that uh, there may be a lot of people like myself who are, you know, looking for uh, a new job and maybe struggling in the position that they're at where God has them at the time. Um, mm-hmm. It can really be hard to know whether or not it's God's will to, to be even, you know, looking and stuff when, uh, for example, in my case, the job that I currently have, God gave to me, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, a random guy, you know, a random uh, call. Um, from a guy who didn't even know me. Uh, it's how mm. I got my current wow. job. And wow. so I know yeah. that God, and I was looking for a job at the time, and so God specifically mm. set that up. Um, mm. So And so I've had a hard time of knowing whether or not, you know, should I be looking, should I not, and just, and, and you know, because, you know, I was getting turned down like crazy and all this stuff, and so yeah, uh, I just had to go, you know, uh, continue studying like crazy and, Hmm. Uh, even though I've already got my degree and everything, it just, uh, this field is quite intense. I'm in the tech, you know, field and I'm a developer. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, it's kind of never ending, but anyway, uh, the encouraging part is essentially that, um, I just got an offer from a company, uh, today, um, finally, hmm. and, uh, it's a really good deal and, hmm. uh, significantly hmm. better than what I, what I was in and what I did have, hmm. uh, and it's a it's a career um, step as well uh, for the yeah. future of where I'm headed. And so I just want to you know wanted to share that with people uh, who may be discouraged um, in where they're at right now. Is that uh, yeah. you know 
guy can do anything. Um, yep, that's right. Even yeah. even when we we think that you know uh, we're limited by what we can provide, yeah. even. Um, right. So, but uh, yeah. Well, that's a that. great encouragement, Danny. You know, the word tells us to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. And so we, we rejoice and it, it gives God glory uh, uh, to be able to see uh, the doors he opens in our lives. So thanks for calling and sharing that. Yes, sir. Yeah, and I just wanted to say I'm also praying for the gentleman um, who called earlier. Everybody's talking about sounds. Uh, I've yeah. been there as well. Yeah, and It's not yeah. fun. Um you know, not knowing if the Lord is still with you, but He is, even through your sin yeah. and struggles, He's there. Yeah. That's so. right. So, all right. God bless you, Pastor Eric. God, God you. bless you too, Danny. Have a good night. Hey, you too. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Uh, the number here is three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Also, you can send a text, uh, 720-336-0897. Let's take some of our text questions that have come in. Thank you guys for uh, sending me these texts. How do you know what God wants you to do? Uh, That's a great question. Uh, I think a question that we need to be asking. Uh, The primary way that God tells us what to do is through his word. Uh, That's how he reveals who he is and his will for our lives. And so first to to be looking in the word to see what what God would would have us uh, to do. Um, Also, we're told in Romans chapter 12 uh, to... Uh, give our ourselves to the Lord as a living sacrifice and to not be conformed to this world, uh, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And then we'll know what the good and the perfect uh, will of God is. And and so for us to say, God, my life belongs to you. I'm not fitting into the world's system and I'm renewing myself in the word of God. It results in us then knowing uh, what God wants us to do. So I, I would encourage you to read Romans 12, uh, 1 through 3, as you uh, wrestle through that. Um, another text question that has come in says, hello, I'm curious about praying in the spirit. I would appreciate any advice on this subject. I have a good relationship with the Lord, but still desire to draw closer. So two things come to mind uh, in uh, praying in the spirit uh, is to uh, first follow the leading of the spirit in your prayers. Maybe God uh, puts some uh, one on your heart and your mind. Go with that and pray through that. Or maybe uh, the Spirit is impressing upon you something about the Lord, His graciousness, His goodness. Uh, Go with that. Also, uh, we see a praying in the Spirit where God may give you the gift of tongues uh, and allow you to speak in tongues. And in the book of Acts, uh, uh, that uh, is to declare the wonderful works of God where where our intellect uh, uh, falls short is then we're able to uh, open up our hearts and our minds through praying in the Spirit. And the Lord may uh, grant that to you uh, as well. So I hope that that's uh, helpful uh, to you. Let's go back to our phone lines. Let's go to uh, line three to Thomas in Pennsylvania. Thomas, welcome to the program. Oh, hello. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I was just, uh, as I told uh, the other fellow, I was listening to Dominic, uh, who was tempted in Denver to go back to gangbanging uh, lifestyle. And yeah. uh, it, it, it sounded uh, to me, I, I have five children myself, and uh, it sounded to me like uh, one of his primary motivators was to belong to a group and to belong to something that he could provide for his family for, however however criminally or, or wrong conscience-wise. Like there was a bit of a, of a 
war inside his heart and mind, you know, of how to do the right thing, but, you know, doing it the wrong way. And I just, uh, as a father myself, uh, I just wanted to actually encourage him. I don't know if he can hear yeah. this or listen to this at some point, but uh, there is a verse that uh, says that God visits the iniquities uh, uh, to the third and the fourth generation uh, of them that, that, that do, do wrong, but the, those that love the Lord, he, he shows loving kindness to the thousandth generation. And, and so besides yeah. the money uh, and, the, and, and his own soul's uh, welfare of, 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 of destiny and so forth and all of this, the reaping what you sow in your children, the temptation and the cycle of, of that thing, I think it either makes it or breaks it for them. So it's not just about right. the money, you know? It's about... No, no. The, what's that? Yeah. No, you're right. It's not about the money. It, it, it is about uh, living living for the Lord. I remember that, that call last week uh, from, from, from Dominic and, and him wrestling through those things. So so hopefully he's able to catch this week's show as well. So yeah i I hope yeah. so because I, my dad was abusive and uh an alcoholic abusing womanizer beat me and mom and left us both and and I can say I have a twenty year old son now and I can say that I have never uh been an alcoholic i I was only drunk once in my life <laughs> and that's a long story mm. but anyway uh yeah. one time and uh not an abuser not a womanizer I've only been with one woman and that the reason mm. is because of the grace of God. That's Break right. that yep. cycle, and yeah. uh, uh, and I just I just want to encourage him, anybody that it's not just about what you do; it's what you it's it's this thing passes on to the kids, and and they have to wrestle with those things, uh, right. uh, and and money can't fix that, you know. Only the Lord can. Oh. So thank you very yeah. much for letting me say that on on here. Yeah, you you bet. Well, thanks for calling, Thomas. God bless you. Hey, you too. Thank you. Have a great Bye. night. You too. Good night. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. Also, uh, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Uh, let's go to Anita in Lafayette. Uh, Anita, welcome to the program. Hi there. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Good. So I had a question about um, divorce. I, I am very much a believer in Jesus Christ, and um, I, I've been married for a long time, and my husband had an affair and okay. is not repentive at all and was abusive verbally and physically in the marriage. And I've okay. decided to file for divorce. Okay. And I'm just getting so many different people coming against me, telling me that I'm wrong, that I'm sinning. Um, I just need some help. Okay. Um, is your husband uh, open to reconciliation or repentance at all? Has he repented from the adultery and the abuse, or or is he staying in 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 sin and in an unrepentant heart and lifestyle? Well, he he didn't confess it. I found out about it, and it was actually through okay. the Holy Spirit that I found out. And hmm. he would he was denying it the whole time, but now he's telling everybody, you know, that he's repented, that he's sorry, and he wants me back. Um, but his actions don't coincide with what he's saying. Yeah. You know. 
you know, he's, um, like I said, he's been abusive, and he always says he's sorry, but then mm-hmm. th- the pattern has continued throughout our marriage, mm-hmm. so this is no different, you know, I told you I'm sorry, what more do you want me to do, um, mm-hmm. and I've given him years to keep his word and right. and yeah. make it right, because I, I believe, mm-hmm. I, I know I've hurt people in my past, and when the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit revealed that to me, um, there was no hiding that. I, I had to own up to that and go to that person right. and humble myself and make it right. And yeah. for him, it's just very callous and very, well, you're not forgiving me. You're not following Christ. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yep. Um, so, you know, let me point you to uh, God's Word in in Matthew 19, uh, Jesus talks about marriage uh, and and divorce, uh, and he says, "Moses, because of the hardness of hardnesses of your heart, permitted you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it wasn't so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery, and whoever marries her who is divorced uh, uh, commits adultery." And so. God really uh, gives us this this biblical um, permission for a du- divorce when there is a sexual in- immorality. And having said that, you know, God's heart is always for restoration in a marriage, but it, it takes repentance in order for there to be restoration. And John the Baptist was talking to the Pharisees, and he called them out, and he said that they needed to have the fruits of repentance. So when we repent and we get right with God, that's going to be evident uh, in the condition of our heart, but also the fruit of our actions. And and so it doesn't sound like in your husband that he's gotten to that place of a broken and, and uh, contrite heart. You know, and I think uh, you you can't move forward into reconciliation uh, until there's been a, a period, a long period of the the fruits of, of repentance. So I think in your situation, you know, you do have a biblical allowance uh, for divorce. You know, I never want to counsel anybody towards a divorce because of how right. brutal and pain, painful uh, uh, it, it is. You know, um, right. uh, but. Uh, you know, he can't continue to live in sexual immorality, sexual sin, and continue to have you as his wife as well. So, you know, okay. my role role here is to always try to point people to Scripture. Um, and Matthew 19 is there for a reason. You know, sometimes people right. uh, do, do walk in sexual immorality and they're not repentant. And God's saying to the spouse that's on the receiving end of that, then then there is the, this uh, exception, you know, where you're then allowed to, to move forward in divorce. And um, so I just pray that God would give you real wisdom and peace as, as you, you seek him. And I hope you know this, but it's also God's will and heart that you're always safe, you know. You know, if yeah. make sure that you're, uh, you're in a safe place and that you're not uh, continuing to be abused by, by your husband, you know, that if there were to be reconciliation, that you, you've seen a real transformation in his life where you could with confidence say, I know that it's safe to to live with him again, you know. Right, yeah, and I, I'm so. so glad that you said that because that just confirms what I've been getting from the Holy Spirit, that, um, you know, the biggest thing I've, I've been getting is judge a man by the fruits that come out of him, and you'll know. Mm. And so yeah. I haven't taken this decision lightly. It's been seven years that I've 
yeah. really been going to God, and, and, and I'm seeing the truth. Um, and it's funny that you bring that scripture up because somebody said it's because you have a hardened heart that you're not willing to reconcile. And because of that scripture that you just read, and I don't see it that way at all. I, I see it as just the opposite, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm so glad that you pointed that out. That, that really helps me. Yeah, well, I'm sorry that you're going through this, and I'd really like to, to pray for you. Okay, thank you. I would like that. Lord, I just uh, thank you for Annette and lift her up to you. And God, I pray that you would give her wisdom and just that she would know what to do without a, a shadow of a doubt, Lord, and that you would comfort her heart and bring you peace. Lord, we do pray for her husband. And Lord, it doesn't seem that he's come to that place of repentance and brokenness. And uh, we do pray that he would, that he would be humbled by you and turn to you and, and, and have a, a real transformation in his heart and his life. And um, Lord, I, so I just commit Anita to you and pray you would guide her and direct her in this. And uh, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. you God bless you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to Lisa in Baltimore. Lisa, welcome to the program. Hi, yes. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm I'm good. I have um um few questions. I I struggle with doing it in short, but I'll do the best that I can. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we've got about five minutes left on today's show, so Yep, I'll do the best that I can. Okay. Yeah, okay. I um well, I guess two questions. Um just I've been praying marriage relationship I've been praying to God for really 29 years um, mm. uh, trying to determine what's best. I've met with my husband and, and uh, we are not on one accord. Um, mm. He will, you know, he's a professing believer and he's mentioned that he um, believes things but then he goes and does something different. Um and I've been going through this for 29 years, and I mean, we have separated for seven of those years okay. out of the 29. And then I, you know, I thought, okay, God, you know, you want me to come back? I'll I'll come back and not look for a perfect man because I'm not perfect either. Um, mm-hmm. And it, he's really, he's just, he's just who he is. He really hasn't changed. I mean, there's no adultery. He did commit adultery. Um, on me, and but there is he hasn't. There is no indication that that's still going on. But okay. um, we're just not on one accord. And my question for that is, um, what do I do? My second question mm-hmm. is, I've been praying to God for so long, and I just don't know why. Why he's like turning a deaf ear? Like I'm not getting clear. What you mm-hmm. know? What is it that God wants me to do? And why isn't he speaking to me? Um, and I'm, I'm getting really frustrated to the point of bitter and I'm trying not to be bitter, but that's what's happening. And, um, it's just been really hard. Yeah. You know, Lisa, I think, uh, in regards to your first question, there's just so, so many layers there. It, it would be really difficult to be able to unpack that in, in a few minutes. Like, um, yeah. you know, if you were attending our church, I would say, you know, come come into the office and talk with a pastor, talk with myself, and let's really go through all the details and get into God's Word and see. So I would encourage you, you know, if you have a pastor that you trust where you live to 
to really ask him that same question and and, and to try to get some godly um, you know counsel um, and then mm-hmm. you know in, in regards to your second question uh, I, I would just a- encourage you to, to continue to cry out to the Lord and, and in faith uh, knowing that he does hear even though it doesn't doesn't feel like it um, uh, I think of uh, Zacharias in, in Luke chapter 1 um, and the angel comes to him and says, I've heard your prayer, um, and y- your wife is going to have a child in her old age. And I bet Zacharias had even given up on that prayer by that time uh, because mm. there was no physical way for them to have children. Uh, but it must have been a prayer that he prayed throughout his life. Lord, please allow us to have a child. And then here, late in his years, the angel comes and says, you're, you're going to have John the Baptist. And, and, and God was hearing their prayer through all those years. But the the response or the answer to that prayer came much later than I think they would have ever expected. And so that's kind of an encouragement. You know, God is mm-hmm. hearing, even though it seems like he's not, not responding. Um, and so can yeah. I pray for you, Lisa, and just pray that God yeah. would encourage you? So, mm-hmm. yeah. God, thanks so much for Lisa. Thanks for her willingness to, to call in. And God, I just pray that you would meet her and that you would bless her and that encourage her that you are listening and maybe give her some some confirmation or signs that you're hearing her prayers and that you're answering her prayers according to your will. I pray you give uh, wisdom in, in regards to her marriage and show her what to do. And Lord, if it is all possible that you'd bring life uh, into that marriage. So pray that you'd bless Lisa and her husband in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, gang, we're out of time Amen. for today. And so God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great weekend. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.